Welcome to the Huntley Baptist Church Podcast. We hope that this message can be an encouragement to you today. Please feel free to contact us at huntleybaptist@extra.co.nz or visit us at huntleybaptist.com. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through Him and apart from Him. Nothing came into being that has come into being. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. Well, as John penned his opening lines to this gospel, it must have seemed so surreal to think that he had walked, talked, sailed, barbecued, had jokes with the maker of the universe. And it was only after Jesus rose from the, the dead and after the day of Pentecost that the, the disciples really got it. They got it, who he was. And for centuries, Jews had asked, where is he? Where is he? When's he coming? And during this period of spiritual darkness, God seemed silent. But then, like now, right now, (laughs) but then at the perfect time, he breaks the silence by coming in the form of a baby in what we now call the Christmas story. Amazing. Would you agree? Perfect timing, perfect plan. We're waiting here for you. That's the title of my message today. Perfect timing, perfect plan. There were no media, no Instagram pics or breaking news crews at the birth of Christ. This baby split history in two, but there was just a couple in a barn, some shepherds within walking distance, and a random trio following a star. And of course, no move of God ever happens without opposition. And so it's no surprise that uh, King Herod gets upset at being caught off guard and tricked by the wise men. And so he, in an opposite spirit, displays his true insecure colors by destroying young boys in a fit of jealous rage when he realized he'd been played. You see, God's plan and his timing are brilliant, but not everyone will share our enthusiasm. He didn't choose to tell the religious leaders or the influential or the popular in crowd first. He chose to tell humble people his plans and his purposes. Is it any different today for you and me? Only God truly knows our hearts, and he's looking to reveal his ways to those who will seek him with a passion and a desire for a change in the atmosphere spiritually. So we pick up the story. Jesus was, um, in, in, in Luke chapter 2, if you want to turn to it now, verse 21 and on. Um, so, so Jesus was circumcised on the eighth day. And, the, and on the 40th day, Joseph and Mary 
took him to the temple. And this was called the time of purification uh, for the woman. She couldn't enter the temple for 40 days after childbirth. So let's just pick it up here from Luke 2 and verse 21 on, and reading on from there. Or 22, sorry. When the time came for the purification rites required by the law of Moses, Joseph and Mary took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it's written, every firstborn male is to be consecrated to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice in keeping with what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon who was a righteous follower, or was righteous and devout, sorry. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel and the Holy Spirit was on him. We're just going to pause there. The Jewish law required that the firstborn uh, animal and, and, uh, and the firstborn child, uh, sorry, be, be dedicated to the Lord. And, and in the Jewish system, the Levites were called in to stand in the place of that firstborn son if it wasn't a Levite. Simeon's prophecy foretelling uh, this Jesus' calling and the salvation he would bring to Jews and Gentiles as a result of his ultimate death and resurrection confirmed everything in Mary's heart. You know, there must have been just such a pull inside of Mary. Eh? And there must have been an, a temptation as a mother to say, uh-uh, no way, not my boy. You know, not, all the stuff that you're saying to me today, you know, Please, Lord, no. But she just stored it. She treasured it in her heart. Let's read about that as we read on. Verse 26. He had revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. When the parents brought in the child to do for him what the custom of the law required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. Fill my, for my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for re revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. The child's father and mother marveled at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, This child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will speak, be spoken against, so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed, as a sword will pierce your own soul too. That's amazing, isn't it? There's Mary standing, holding this precious 40-day-old baby and being told of his, of his ultimate destiny to be sacrificed yeah and you know the holy spirit often confirms in our heart what we already know to be going to happen to be true sometimes god gives us a little inkling and and then the holy spirit just confirms it sometimes that truth is hard it's a hard thing it's hard hitting isn't it sometimes we can't understand it like perhaps mary didn't at the time fully understand. Or we just ask, why now, Lord? Why now? 
At the end of the day, it comes down to obedience. Mary had to realize God's plans for Jesus were much bigger than hers. And same with us. Sometimes God's plans for us are bigger than our own plans. Simeon was also saying that many will be saved. But for those who, who are not willing to follow this, this Lord, um, then there will be that he will be a, a stumbling block to them. This is the rise and fall in verse 34. This powerful word was a word of knowledge as Simeon was filled by the Holy Spirit. Can I encourage you today to be in the group that rise and follow Jesus, not fall, but to rise and follow Jesus at this time of year? It's so hard, isn't it? To just find that moment to just say to Jesus, fill me today with your Holy Spirit. But I encourage you to do that. Mary and Joseph then met Anna. I love, I just love this humble temple worker. Now let's read verse 36 to 38. There was also a prophet, Tess, I guess she was, Anna, the, or Anna, the daughter of Peniel, Peniel, of the tribe of Asher. She was very old. She had lived with her husband seven years after a marriage and then was a widow until she was 84 she never left the temple, but worshipped night and day, fasting and praying. Coming up to them at the very moment, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Israel. Here's this lady, serving in the temple day and night for possibly six decades. Yeah. Yeah. And she now holds this baby in her arms. You know, both Simeon and... Uh, oh, I'll go back. This amazing woman gets two verses mentioned. She only gets two verses after a lifetime of service. But what a powerful testimony. This lady, Anna's love for the Lord never wavers. She serves night and day. She had reason to be bitter. No husband, no children. She could have thrown in the towel, given up on her faith. But she falls more in love with the Lord as she ages. And I think we should honor those who finish well, shouldn't we? We can learn so much from those who have learned to wait on God through good times and bad until the very end. So both Simeon and Anna were waiting for the Messiah, promised centuries before. They never gave up when many others did. The long night of spiritual darkness for their nation didn't dampen, didn't dampen their, their enthusiasm. You know, what, what is it that you're waiting for? Others were mocking. I can say it's worth the wait. The Old Testament prophets, you see, they also, they also longed for the day when Messiah would come. It wasn't just a couple in the temple. The Old Testament prophets also waited longingly for that day. They hoped against hope that they would see it, but as true servants, 
They had learnt to wait on God for the true word to be true prophets and bring the truth to people. You know, something beautiful grows within us when we learn to, be, to patiently wait for God and others. We were speaking about this at Night Church last week. You know, those prophets, they got it right, but they never saw it. It can be the same for us. The gap between the promise and the seeing, you know, is tough. And it calls for faith and God-centered patience, long-suffering, the Bible sometimes calls it. What are you waiting for today? Don't give up. God's as concerned for the real beauty that's happening within you as he is in the delivering of the promise. He wants to deliver and he will deliver the promise, but he's just as concerned for what's going on in your heart. It builds character and there's a beauty in suffering. So here's just a few of the prophecies written about Jesus centuries before his birth. Now this is for the note takers. I don't expect you to remember these, but let's just race through a few things. He was promised as a light to the nations. Isaiah 42, 6 and 9 verse 2. Salvation would be revealed. Isaiah 52 verse 10. Remember this is five or six centuries before Jesus was born. He would be born to a virgin, Isaiah 7, 14. He would be born in Bethlehem, Micah 5, verse 2. He would suffer for the many, Isaiah 53, 5 to 7. He'd forgive sins, Jeremiah 31, 34. And he will reign forever, Isaiah 9, 7. Isn't it amazing? These guys never saw it. They wrote it centuries ago and died, not seeing the promise, but in their heart. They'd waited, waited, waited. There's something precious about waiting. And every one of those prophecies came true or will come true. God's promises never fail. People let us down. Life can let us down, but he will never break his word. His timing and his plans are, are always on time, and they work out the best for us. Romans 8.28 It might not be our timing, our plans, but they're for our good. Simeon and Anna were waiting for the promise, and they were not disappointed. These two got to hold Jesus. Jesus was all they imagined and more. And we can experience that too today. If we're prepared to, to wait on the Lord for him to come through, to come through with what he's promised us, he's worth waiting for. Are you excited about his return? Simeon and Anna were excited about his coming. What do we do while we wait? What do we do while we wait? Waiting's hard and, and waiting changes us. It's good for us. However, not getting what we want when we want it sometimes gives rise to comparison and ungratefulness. One day Jenny was um, 
taking the boys out for a little bit of a treat. And they'd been to the shops and Jenny had bought four ice, or three ice blocks, perhaps one for herself, I'm not sure. But they were all different colours. And when she gave the three different coloured ones to the back seat, someone was disappointed that they didn't get the orange or the red one. They only got lemonade. And the moaning started. Oh, I wanted a red one, a raspberry one, an orange one. And after a little while, Jenny turned to Aaron took his lemonade ice block, wound down the window and threw it away. <laughs> and said, ungratefulness gets nothing. <laughs> you see, while we're waiting, sometimes we get distracted and we get worried about silly things. And so we need a purpose, otherwise we get sidetracked. We need to be grateful that we've got the lemonade one. And when you feel like God has gone silent or has thrown our dreams out the window, it's easy to get discouraged, isn't it? You feel like it's never going to happen. But should we sit around discouraged? No. We serve him day and night as Anna did in the temple. We encourage, we model Christ, we teach and reach others, we fight evil on our knees, we co-labor with God to see his purposes achieved, we become like who we worship and we see communities and nations change for his glory. Amen? There's no unemployment in the kingdom and there's a hurting world out there. So, as I heard this week, said to me, stay positive. I needed it. Are you up for the challenge in 2020? Perhaps if you've been asking that question today, where is he in this mixed up, broken, disbelieving world, you need to remember that he surprised many when he came as a babe and he will surprise even more when he comes again as the sword-wielding King of Kings. Someone's excited. Jesus' timing and plans are perfect. He is the light shining in the darkness, and he is the beginning and the end. Amen. Lord, thank you for your promise to reign forever. We just want to tap into that and know that we're just a small part of that forever here on earth, but it's a very important part. We thank you, Lord, that you've got a plan and a purpose. You show up at the right time in our life as long as we're following you. And as long as you've, you're number one in our life, we know that your plans are for our good and work out. And so, Lord, help us to, to hear, first of all, to pause, to wait long enough to hear the promise, and then wait. And wait for the right time and see you come through. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Huntley Baptist Church Podcast. 
we hope that it has been an encouragement to you. Please feel free to contact us at huntleybaptist at extra.co.nz or visit us at huntleybaptist.co.nz.